2: What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls post game, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sports book. Don't hesitate, do it now. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you follow me on Twitter. Wow, BAWL Sports. Wow, Mark K, MK Hoops on the Twitter machine. Our producer Joey Spath is rocking with us behind the scenes. We'll. Here from our man Mugali, from the UC. Later on in tonight's post game, Bulls enter the All Star break with their sixth consecutive loss. This one is to the Milwaukee Bucks. One twelve one hundred is the final, gentlemen. Before we get into tonight's game, I feel like the first thing that we must do is acknowledge the tragic passing of the TNT Bulls. The streak was dormant (laughs) for about five years because nobody wanted to watch the Bulls on TNT. But the Mm -hmm. Bulls playing at home on TNT streak that began nearly 10 years ago Mm -hmm. was brought back to life and swiftly killed tonight. I am sad (laughs) you guys stupid random streak as much as I do. I am sad
0: about this, guys i'm I'm not sad in any any bit. <laughs> <laughs> sorry man i' I'm, I'm, I'm at the funeral with you, you know what I'm saying but you know yeah i i yeah i I'm just waiting for the repast when they put the food out that's all i'm waiting on, <laughs> <sighs>
3: I could not care less about this stupid streak, here, you know? Like, I do, I do not care. I'm just glad it's over because I never I never want to hear or see this hashtag. Hashtag TNT Bulls ever again. So, um, <laughs> not, not to rain on their parade, not to dance on their grave here, uh, so to speak. But, um, you yeah, know, rest in peace, TNT Bulls. Rest in peace.
0: <laughs> I,
2: I mean, I remember... Getting so jazzed up once people started to take note. And and shout out to our guy Cody Westerland over at 670 to score. I think he was the f- first one to know uh, of Bulls winning all these TNT games. Shout out also to uh, Jason Pat, aka Bulls J over there doing cash considerations with our guy Ricky O. They have been big on the TNT Bulls for the entirety of this streak. And like When it got to the point where the Bulls had won like 10 of those in a row and people started to take notice, every time the Bulls played home on TNT, people were stoked to see if the magic could keep happening. And it kept happening. And then the Bulls traded away Jimmy Butler. Shout out to to Mark's guy, Jimmy. Once the Bulls trade away Jimmy and started rebuilding, they were like, okay, well, no TNT games for you. So the streak was dormant. Not dead, but dormant. It was basically mm-hmm. it's been sitting in a life in a hospital on life support for the last 5 seasons. We, we pulled the, the most, plug today. Finally, we pulled the plug. Yeah, the plug has been pulled. It's very sad. Mercifully. I also mercifully, I, yes. I can't not point out that this streak started with a win over the Philadelphia 76ers on February 28th, 2013. So legit mm. nearly 10 years ago. <laughs> almost like to the to the week 10 years ago. In that victory, the kickstart, the TNT bull streak, Joakim, 23, 21 boards, 11 blocks. There's your TNT uh, also, streak yeah. right there.
0: That's what started mm-hmm. it. That Kim magic started it all, baby. <laughs> yeah, that, that Hakeem Olajuwon stat line. I remember that game very, very well. Um, I also find it amazing that they haven't beat the Sixers since that day. Um, <laughs> hey, Um that's not
2: true we and, got a win over Philly and, they
0: just didn't they, didn't they didn't have Joel that night right but and all, true but also I think TNT also knew about this which is why they put them up against the Milwaukee Bucks and they were like yeah let's go ahead and murder this <laughs> like like let's get this over with because we're tired of it too so here you go we'll do it on all-star break when there are only two games left to watch so, everybody can watch the mercy killing that is going to happen to this team right now. So, yeah, everybody was tuned in. Everybody kind of knew what was going to happen. But, yeah, honestly, I, I'm with Marquette, man. I, I promise you, I, I, I didn't care.
2: <laughs>
3: Look, I, I, I don't know if I, like, I, I can say this now, but maybe I would have been feeling differently if it actually happened. Mm-hmm. But I probably would have been so annoyed had they won this game. Just especially based on how the season's gone, how they blew a lead last night, like they've been blowing leads all season. If they came out and beat the Bucks of all teams who have won eleven straight and continued this stupid streak, that would have actually pissed me off. Rather than <laughs> I, have, I don't even know if I would have been happy about it. I just would have been annoyed. So in this in this sense, I'm I'm actually uh, I'm actually happy that it's over. I'm happy that we can just make fun of this nonsense rather than being annoyed that they would have won a, 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 a game that they probably shouldn't have. Like uh, like. Like they just haven't been able to do all season. So, in, in some respects, I'm actually happy they lost tonight. So, maybe that's why I'm, I'm in such a joyful mood. And it's tankathon it season, baby, as you guys showed, showed us yesterday.
0: So, let, let's keep heading down that path. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not with that part of it, but <laughs> yeah, I'm <was> with him. <laughs> but I'm on the bus with him. I'm on the bus with him, man. Uh, he's guys- going the same place I'm going. He's just dropping me off. <laughs>
2: Right. Yeah. i seeing a lot of love for Dalen Terry in the comments. We will get to him and some of the other younger role guys who stepped up and got a chance for some more minutes tonight than usual. But I wanted to start off, gentlemen, getting your thoughts on the game that we had from Zach Levine tonight because he he still is the face of this. He is out there on a night when DeMar DeRozan is taking the night off with that uh, that strained thigh. And on a night when there's no DeMar, you expect more from Zach. That's just you, you are star caliber player, and that's when you need to show up the most is when you're, you know, your co-star is, is out. Zach was five of 16 tonight for 18 points. And more so than that, I felt like there were long stretches of tonight where Zach just kind of wandered through this game. Just looked like he was not in there was not checked in mm-hmm. mentally. He may have been on the court physically, but to me, it just looked like Zach just kind of coasted through this game, like clearly he's not going to Utah for all star break. he's probably going somewhere warm and has been looking forward to it since this bull's losing streak <laughs> started. I did not like Zach Levine tonight at all
0: <laughs> Go ahead, Marquette, you got it
3: yeah i was gonna I was gonna try to mount a defense for Zach and. Uh, particularly against this Bucs defense that's um it's very hard to be an on-ball guy against this deep this box defense and the way they treat the, the ball specifically the fact that they just don't respect any ball shooter at all so it would f- from Zach's point of view or even if demar was playing like their ability to actually getting this game would have been hampered a lot based on how the Bucs defend but that's my uh my my very coy defense of Zach Levine so I, t- I take your point uh, he d- he didn't have a good game tonight. Whether that's just because of the Bucks defense or, like you note, he just wasn't engaged or he just wasn't with it. Whatever the reasoning was, clearly inefficient game. Seemed like he was ready to take that All Star break, as probably most people are at this point, uh, myself included. <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, it wasn't a good Zach game. Um, Back to backs. I don't know if he's still impacted by that at all, but uh, mm. yeah, there's there's not much uh, not mu- not much positives here for Zach um, specifically, but more generally for the Bulls either.
0: Yeah, um watching it, I think after the first quarter, I texted my friend. I was like, When Zach goes to the locker room, he's not he's not going home, he's going straight to the airport <laughs> after the <laughs> locker room, and then going and laying on an island. Like he's gone, like he was out of there from the first quarter. It was to the point that I found myself recording video of plays that he was doing on defense because it was frustrating the shit out of me. Like there was, there was one when it was 14-11, early in the first quarter. It was the first quarter. And there was a switch. And Patrick Williams got switched on to uh, Grayson Allen. I'm sorry, he got switched on to Javon Carter. And Zach got switched on to Giannis. So obviously, Pat is trying to deny the entry pass to Giannis. He's in he's in uh, Grayson Allen's face, you know, denying the pass. He swings it out, which is exactly what's going to happen. Now, when you swing it out, the switch is supposed to come immediately from Zach and Patrick Williams. You watch Patrick Williams sitting there pointing at the guard, like, "Dude, go here," and Zach is still standing there with Giannis, and then walks <laughs> over to the to Javon Carter. He walk he just a little brisk jog, and when Javon Carter gets the ball back, wide open three because Zach's not there. Cash money, Billy Donovan, timeout. Oh my god, oh my, I was. I, I threw, I, I did a Matt Peck, except I threw my sock at the TV. I didn't throw my hat, I threw my sock at the television. Like, what are you doing? I, effort will always drive me crazy. It will. It will always drive me crazy. I'm not tripping on him, Markay, as far as um, uh, the offense is concerned, because like you said, I know who he's playing against. You know what I mean? It's going to be tough going against the Bucks. But his effort defensively, I just need to see him try. And you can still see he was checked out from the very beginning he did not want to be there he was ready to go man there there are two plays I got like that I recorded just it just drove me crazy um seeing him doing that but then I was like well yeah he's ready to go he's ready to go to Turks and Caicos he's up out of here he's gone he's he's finished yeah
3: yeah, I've I've got that play visualized in my head after you mentioned it. And initially, I did, I wasn't sure which one you were referencing because there, there was a a number of ones to maybe choose from. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then, as you started describing it more, I'm like, yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Because as soon as Javon Carter hit that three, it was just a prompt Billy timeout and, and yep. the angry type of timeout. So I know exactly mm-hmm. which one you're talking about in that first quarter. And to your point, like it started from the jump. Like this is the kind of effort we're getting. Early defensively, the Bucs had already hit like two or three threes at that point. They just sunk their fourth. And it's like, okay, this team isn't engaged, clearly. Let's, let's just get to the off. That's uh, not to the offseason. Well, maybe we should get to the offseason. But it's already slip. But uh, let's get to the all-star break at least.
2: Yes. I'm good with season, But let's just fast forward. <laughs> Me too. Hit that fast forward. Button. My goodness. Uh, once again tonight, gentlemen, yeah. of course, the Bulls uh, lose the battle behind the three-point line. No surprise there. The Bucks take a lot of threes, and tonight they took 47 of them. They had 53-point attempts for Milwaukee. They hit 18. That uh, is a very respectable 38% on a very high volume. The Bulls, mm-hmm. meanwhile, they did hit double digits. They made 10 huh? of, of 32. So they got above that 30 number in their attempts, and they did hit 10 of them, although a couple of those 10, uh, as far as makes, did come in garbage time when the Bulls had lost this game, made the final score a little bit more respectable. Just chalk it up next to all of the other games this season where you could take a look at the point disparity in the three-point column of the box score. You're like, oh, well, there's, there's, there's the L, because the Bulls lost the three-point contest tonight to Milwaukee by 24 points. They lost by 12. They lost a three-point edge by 24. I I mean <laughs> Tony Bradley hit a quarter three in garbage time. Yay! We can laugh about that. We could joke about that. But Mike, you see that team launching all those threes. Some dude named AJ Brown, who is not the oh actual God. A, or I'm sorry, AJ Green, who is not the real AJ Green, is out there hitting five of seven from deep off the bench for a who the hell is this guy? I don't know, not but Thomas. he hit five threes for the Bucks off their
0: bench. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's real, Marque. Like, that's, listen, man. I mean, and, and it was easy for him because, you know, he's, he's not that kind of player. He's clearly just, I'm a spot-up shooter. This is what I'm here for. Oh, and this is the perfect team to do that against because the Bulls do not get out the shooters. All of his threes were wide open. The two he missed are ones where he tried to create his own. <laughs> when he tried to do it himself, clang. The other ones, We he was just catch and shoot, he's just wide open, swish. Every single one of them, swish. It was easy. It was easy work for him. I swear. It was so easy. Uh, the,
3: the entire game, I was just thinking... I'm not even lying about this. I'm just thinking Dave loves this guy. He he, he would absolutely <laughs> love this guy on the Bulls. Slow white guy who nah. does nothing but just run across the three-point line, run from three-point line to three-point line and just jack up threes. Nah, I know big Dave heart. is loving this.
0: No, nah, I got to see his heart, Mark K. Does he, does he jump rope during timeouts on the bench? <laughs> like, I need to know these things. Does he do that? That's what makes him the legend. That's what makes me fall in love with him. He's got to do that shit.
3: <laughs> maybe maybe he does. Maybe he does. I'm not going to discredit the man and say he doesn't, but I'm just saying he's got the markings of a Matt Thomas 2.0, he's as Old Barker suggests here in the comments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he's got a long way to go. For he's the legend. He's got a long way to go, man. A couple threes ain't gonna get him there. Got a long way to go, sir. <laughs> <sighs> We're
3: gonna have some fun with this, yeah. We're just gonna. Oh, have some Matt, fun. Going- oh Matt. Yeah, yeah Matt's right, computer Matt back up. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, Matt Thomas in the DMs. Yes. <laughs> okay. Matt Thomas in the DMs, dog. That is hilarious. Absolutely oh, yeah. hilarious. You got family not, members coming at you.
3: Not not the first time a, a family member from a, a balls player has <laughs> gotten in my DM. <laughs> Won't be the last.
0: Won't be the last. I love your response, man. Wait a minute. Did Big Dave tell you to do this? <laughs> Oh. oh man! Oh, no, this is all we can all do, right? We got to laugh it off. We
2: got to, to. laugh it off. <laughs> mm. uh, we, we'll, we'll talk about Dalen coming up after the break, because I know Bulls fans are, are happy and, and looking for positive things to talk about. And Dalen certainly was a, a bright light tonight. So let's take our first quick break with them ad reads. Big Dave, while Big Dave is kicking us off, do us a favor: hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along with us on YouTube. Big Dave, who do we got first?
0: Well, I think we got some pins and aces that golf apparel gear that's going to be fly up on you. You know, wheel to go, got leave. You know, he's out on the links, you know, because he's the best golfer on CHGO Bulls. Whether he wants to accept this or not, it is the truth. And pins and aces is the official golf apparel partner of CHGO, and he loves that pins and aces gear. And he's going to get tons of compliments on it this summer as soon as he hits those links, because that's how it go. They're a family-owned golf and apparel business. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and, of course, their favorite, the Matt Peck Beer Sleeve, that innovative product that allows you to store seven of them things right up inside your golf bag and keep them drinks frosty, cold the entire round, or, if you're a legend like Matt Peck, half the round. So check out pins and aces.com use that code c-h-g-o to receive 15 percent off your first order and get your beautiful self some free shipping that's pins and aces.com because when you look good you play good and when you play good it's all good
3: ah uh, that, that that was that was beautiful david that was Thank beautiful my, 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 my pecs <laughs> dropped off and i've got a feeling this next ad was uh was for him, I and mean, we've got Green River Farms coming up here. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if he's on the uh on the call, but if he's not, I'm I'm more than happy to take it for him. Oh, even oh though take, I am, take
0: it away! Uh, even though <laughs> I am the
3: vegetarian amongst us. Oh, there's yeah. the meat
0: eater. Do, do you want
3: to
2: I'm, take it? I'm back, I'm back. But you know what? I think I want to see Mark do some green. Do you have the copy in front of you?
3: I've got the copy.
2: Oh, I, I was. I was
3: quick on my feet there. I saw you drop off. I'm like, oh, I don't want to let our friends at Greenridge Farm down. But um, (laughs) let me tell you, everyone tuning in, about our friends at Greenridge Farm, particularly if you happen to be a media. So Greenridge Farm is Chicago's premier local meat and cheese company offering you all the best and all natural options. So Mm. they are the makers of all natural deli meats, sausages, and of course, They're famous, world famous meat sticks at this point, which are perfect for tailgating, perfect for happy hours, perfect for school lunches. If you happen to be listening to us, get a meat stick in your hand, put it in your gob and chew that thing down, friends, because those meat sticks, they're hardwood smoked for eight hours and they come Mm. packed with 16 grams of protein per stick, making Mm. them the perfect post-workout snack. But also the perfect post-game workout snack as well. So if you need to, you know, chicken, your beef, your Black Forest beef flavors like jalapeno cheddar, spicy chili, all that good stuff. Our friends at Green Ridge Farm have you covered. So right now, when you are ordering any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com, include a, a meat packs in your order, and you will get those meat pack, uh, sorry, meat sticks for free simply by using code chgo a chat check ch- checkout is that easy friends get a free pack of meat sticks just by jumping on the website grimridgefarm.com, using promo code chgo and get that meat into ya
2: well done Very i love well done. it i love Very it
0: well done
2: you know i'm mark i'm sure that you're less excited about your chicago trip now as far as the bold aspect of that trip and having to watch this junk ass team yeah. but I, you're you're gonna try some greeners for our meat sticks, and that's gonna make the trip worth it. No, no,
0: no, no. You can't force meat on him. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what are you doing? Here? There's no, no for, there's no forcing. I just know that he's gonna
2: want to try some because they're delicious. So, so in about, in other
0: words, you're saying he can't be alone with you because he might get some meat sticks shoved down his gullet and he don't know it. I'm, so, so this,
3: this is why I got a hotel not and not and not, not crushing at Matt Peck's house because if I was crushing at his house during the evening, <laughs> I'd be sweet asleep and he'd be entering my room, <laughs> entering the room with a meat stick trying to just jam it down. In... I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sending all different times.
2: I got a 3am so meat stick alarm, Mark, and I'm waking you up for it. <laughs> None of
3: that
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's my fault. That's my fault, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, All guys, let's, break, baby. <laughs> let's let's get to the player that everybody in the comments wants to talk about tonight, and that is the bold rookie Dale Terry, uh, getting the most minutes of his young NBA career by far, uh, playing significant minutes off the bench tonight. Scored a NBA career high tonight. I believe what did he finish with? Thirteen on six of twelve from the field. Um, almost had an awesome dunk, but he missed it. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, but not so much, you know, like we know Dalen's limitations offensively, but you know, it's great for a guy who can't shoot for a, a combo guard, small forward who can't shoot pulling down what five offensive rebounds with those springs <laughs> in his feet. And the fact that he is always active when one of his teammates gets a shot up, the Bulls have been a just dreadful offensive rebounding team all season long. They seem disinterested in doing it other than the occasional Vooch tap out. Daylon Terry, man, he flies around the court. And in addition to just making plays with his activity and his frenetic energy, how about those offensive rebounds tonight, Dave?
0: Yeah, no, that, that was a real awesome part of it. And not just the offensive rebounds, the the tip outs also. Uh, that he was getting, getting there among the trees and tipping that ball out and getting the Bulls extra possessions. He got the Bulls at least four extra possessions uh, tonight just by being active. Um, That's still that he got uh, and getting them an extra possession that way. Like, he, he did that also, too. Like, he was everywhere, man. Like, 13, like you said, 13, 7, and 6 off the bench as, as a rookie and you don't play a lot is, is really good. And 13 for a rookie, for a guy who can't shoot and and then gets no free throws, and still drops you 13 points, is also really, really good. I, I'm gonna give him credit for having a layup package. I didn't realize he had a layup package like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he could really finish at the rim um really well. Of course, we know there's no fear in him uh when he's doing anything. I saw him join with uh Javon Carter, you know what I'm saying, in the fourth quarter, having little words with him and everything, man. Like, and the first thing I said to myself was Oh, man, dude, like, I cannot wait until him and Grayson Allen <laughs> get into it and have that, you know, match together when they're talking shit to each other. But I'm trying to find one my one of my friends said something about uh, Daylon Terry that was just one of those dead-on things that, that, that was pretty hilarious. He said, a player with that much energy, it's my boy Dre, a player with that much energy next to so many apathetic guys looks like the goddamn son. <laughs> that is the truth and the light right there. Like you're you're just amazed by it because you don't have it and nobody had it on the team. I just sat there and talked about Zach not wanting to play tonight, not wanting to do anything tonight and the low energy and low effort the Bulls have had for basically half the season. So when you got a guy coming out there, you know, giving you that, giving you that energy and actually, you know, trying to give the team confidence and belief and things like that. And then on top of that, being a being in the plus column and giving you 13, 7 and 6 and being solid defensively, that's really that's really solid for a rookie.
3: Yeah, de- definitely Dave. And I think in, in that in that regard, like he's a mini Javante. Like mm. it, it's just palpable how much more energy this dude has than so many other guys. And that's that's what makes Javante so impactful. What mm. makes Caruso so impactful, obviously when Lonzo was getting around. Uh the fact that they have so much activity in every movement that they they seemingly doing whether it's on offense or defense like it jumps out of the screen uh and and like i'm on the other side of the world and i can feel like his activity from 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 this side of the planet so Mm. it is very stark and i think your mate there what what it was his name dre whatever his name sources
0: yes my man follow him according to sources he's dead on
3: he's dead on like it I mean you would probably pick up on this like whatever team Dalen was on, he would always bring this energy. You'd be able to pick up on that energy regardless. But specifically on this team where they do look lifeless at times, it 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 is very like very palpable. But I like the fact that he had his six assists tonight. And there was one play where I think just generally his 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 recognition in, in moving the ball around was 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 really impressive. And there was a there was a play tonight where he got the ball in the corner. I think Zach gave him the ball in the corner and uh Vooch had just deep sealed whoever whoever was guarding him on under the rim and rather than take the jumper which probably was going to miss because we know Dallas not the greatest shooter at this point but what he did was he uh, he understood and recognized that Vuch was open and he he threw that ball into him and Vuch got that easy score so I actually liked his floor game a lot tonight as well his passing shots so uh yeah good really good game from Dallas tonight
2: when you see a, a young player like that with as Dave was saying that level of energy that's so noticeable compared to his teammates and you know, people in our comments. And I saw people on bulls Twitter tonight, just yelling and wondering what, you know, what the heck, why hasn't this guy been getting any minutes all season long? How has he not been getting any minutes? And, and Mark, I know I, I saw, you had a couple of tweets uh, and, 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 you know, partly maybe as, as you're, your, your title is the Billy Donovan defender among Bulls Nation. But I, I thought you raised a good point, which is, like, who – when this team was mostly healthy, which they have not mostly healthy all season up until recently when Caruso takes a hit, Derrick Jones Jr. takes a hit, you know, DeMars beat up, um, on top of Javante being out for a while now. When they were mostly healthy all season long, like, who's, whose minutes were he taking? Like – that I, th- I, th- I think that's a fair question and a fair counter to those Bulls fans who are saying, how the hell was Billy not playing this kid? Which Which minutes was he supposed to be getting?
3: Yeah. Yeah. And look, that was in response to a few things that popped up on my timeline about like... Dalen had a, a couple of good possessions and people were talking about like, what, why is this guy not been playing? Why has he not been playing and blaming it on coaching and those sorts of things? And I get it. I get the sentiment. Everyone's annoyed. Everyone's angry at the Bulls right now. Dalen is cool. Dalen is new. He's doing cool stuff. We like that and we enjoy that. But I just like, I just hate when people <laughs> raise problems without providing solutions. Like that's always something that shits me to tears for whatever reason. I don't know why it is, but it, it bothers me. But like, this is a team that's built around two wings like Zach and DeMar are going to get the bulk of the minutes at the wing. Then you've also got Caruso, who's obviously going to play a lot when he's going to close games. Kobe, we've talked about a lot on this podcast this year, the the the, the development he's had, he's, he's been really good this season and maybe not, maybe not recently, but Dragic towards the start of the season was really, really strong as well and impactful. And, and we know I was sort of the inexperienced guy running the point guard position. So I just, I just don't get the, uh, I just don't get the the reason why people are mad at Billy for not playing Dalen Terry when to me it's more of an, a roster thing. Like I've got no issues with Dalen getting minutes or being in the rotation. I just don't understand where that should have been coming from. So that's my issue with it. Uh, I understand that again, I'm here I am defending Billy Donovan, which is going to make people mad. But like I said, I just don't think it's a coaching thing. I think it's okay, if we want to if we wanted Dalen to play, then don't sign Dragic or trade Caruso at the, at the trade deadline. That way Dalen gets more minutes or whatever the situation may like traded Kobe earlier on or whatever, whatever the scenario might've been. Like there's just guys in front of him in the rotation that should have been in the rotation in front of him, but maybe they're not at the moment, obviously given the the injuries. So to me, it's more of a roster thing than a coaching thing, but when he's been given opportunities like he was tonight, he's played really well. And uh, like when, when he does play well, we're going to say as much. So you know, sh- shout out to, uh, to Dalen. He was probably their, their
0: best player tonight. Wow. Um, for me, Marque, it's also – for me, it's – I think you're dead on, actually. Let me say that. I think you're absolutely right. I don't want to um, absolve the front office from, you know, any misgivings and misdoings of, you know, what they put together. But I'm not going to absolve Billy either. Um, for me, you have to also know – you also have to have your finger on the pulse of your team if you're the coach. And you've got to know what your team kind of needs. And like you just said, you could feel Daylon's energy from across the world. You could feel the Bulls needed something like that months ago. Yeah. Even when guys were healthy, even when guys were out there, the Bulls needed something. They needed something, some kind of pick-me-up, some kind of quick shot. And I'm not advocating for Daylon to get 15 minutes a night. That's not what I'm advocating for. But I am advocating for him to have spot minutes. And knowing when you're supposed to have that time to put him in, be like, you know what? Get in the game right now. Give me these quick few minutes right here. Give me this energy that you got. Get this crowd hype. Boom. Okay. Thank you very much. Go sit down. But you have to find that because you can't have that kind of uh, um, response of a player on your team to something that you're really lacking and not play that that I put on Billy because you have to know your team to that point of what they really truly need. It's different than three-point shooter. He can't look down the bench and say, here goes a three-point shooter. <laughs> that's that's complete roster construction. He can't do that. He can't look down there and say that. But you can look down there and feel if your team needs some energy and some heart and something, you know, to get them going. You can feel that. And you can look down your bench and say, hey, Derrick Jones Jr., I'm going to give him two of your minutes. Hey, Javante Green, I'm going to give him a couple of yours. Hey, like for me, only three people are guaranteed minutes on this team. And that's your stars. Like, for me, that's how I look at it. Those are the only ones where I'm like, yeah, you're playing for sure. I don't care what's going on. And maybe Caruso as well. But those guys, yeah, you're playing. Everybody else, I can play with your minutes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lose sleep over certain guys not getting minutes and giving Den Terry a quick blow out there to see if he can get some energy going for the team. So in that sense, I was not happy with what with Billy Donovan not giving him that opportunity early on. Now, as far as everybody wanting him to play 15 – I'm with you on that. I wasn't. I'm not advocating for that. I didn't. I didn't. I'm like he's still a rookie. He's still raw. But the energy of what he brings, you felt that the Bulls needed that. We felt it for a long time, and I just wanted to see him get in there.
3: Well, I, I definitely don't disagree that this team needs energy. But I, I guess from my point of view, like where they do get that energy is Derrick Jones Jr. and from Javante and from Caruso. So like they, those are the guys that Dalen is competing with minutes for, and I just would never take those guys out for Dalen in this situation particularly when the goal of this season whether we agree with it or not like the goal of this season is to is to make the playoffs that's clearly what mm-hmm. ak and and uh and billy have expressed and mm-hmm. if i'm in that position i'm leaning on my vets and i, and I know a lot of people would would like want to play dragic above terry for example which i again i understand but yeah. from a coaching point of view like they're always going to lean on that veteran point guard sort of thing so I guess what I would say, Dave, is like if we need energy, we kind of need it from the stars. To be honest with you, because I feel like you're Mm -hmm. getting it from those role guys that Dalen is competing with, which is why Mm -hmm. he's maybe not getting into those situations. But it kind of feels like those stars need to be giving you that level of energy. That way, you don't have to rely on Javante or Derek Jones Jr. or or freaking Dalen Terrier, rookie who's barely played basketball. But Mm -hmm. to your point, like you can't take them out, which leaves you only like sparing little sparingly little moments to inject that little energy from and it, it's hard to find that balance And particularly when you've got three guys in there that have to be on the court who aren't mm-hmm. going to give you that then we get to the point where we are now we're wondering why 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 does a rookie play with so much energy but your your main guys don't it's it's frustrating
0: yeah that's that's honestly marque that's just who they have kind of been you know what definitely, i mean like I, I can't really get on i'm i can't it's hard for me to get on them going that's just who they've been. It's more so for me knowing that what they're missing, let me put something around them to help that. Like, let me make up for your misgivings and shortcomings. Okay, you don't do that. Okay, I got somebody that can do that real quickly for you. That's it. And again, I'm just talking about real quick, real get in there, just a you know five-hour energy shot. Give me that and then get on out. You know what I mean? I watched the Bulls do it in the 90s all day long when I would watch Phil Jackson. I watched him do it all the time. I watched Greg Popovich do it all the time when He was just bringing dudes you never even heard of or seen just to inject some energy, uh, on in your team. That's it, that's all you're looking at. That's all I'm looking for was just that quick fix and knowing what your team needs at that moment in time.
3: Yeah, I get it. Uh, and look, I I, I think he knows that. But I think it's kind of hard for him to do that at the moment, given that the one time that he did maybe hold a star accountable, it became it became a massive issue. So he doesn't have the gravitas <laughs> as, a, as a pop. And to be fair, like pop had a guy like Tim Duncan who wouldn't give a shit about that, whereas that's seemingly not the case in Chicago. So mm. look, it is what it is. It's tough. But um, I, I like I said, I, I'm not against Dalen playing. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's um, necessarily on coaching. I think it's more of a roster construction issue. But if I'm on, if I'm on the minority on that, then that's cool. I'm happy to be. But uh, I, I get your point. I mean, we certainly agree. This team needs more energy, and, and a guy like Dalen brings it. So I've got no issues with that.
0: Yeah, me a lot more everything. You're right. <laughs> well,
2: I, I suppose we could round out our Dalen chat for the evening uh, with our announcement that he is, in fact, for the first time in his career, our DraftKings King the Game of
0: the game. Look at him. King
2: of the game. <laughs> Career high 13 off the bench in 27 minutes, pulled down seven boards. Most of that, as we discussed on the offensive glass, which was huge, creating second chance opportunities for the Bulls. Also, as Mark mentioned, those six assists, finding ways to facilitate and get good looks for his teammates on the offensive end. Uh, playing 110-mile-an-hour defense, as we have come (laughs) to expect from that young man. Absolutely love it. He is your DraftKings king of the game. As always, the reminder is there. New users with that DraftKings Sportsbook app can make a $5 bet on any NBA game and get $200 in bonus bets Instantly, when you sign up with promo code CHGO, there are also, of course, those DraftKings No Sweat Same Game parlays. Could have made one on this game tonight, and if it didn't hit, no worries, because you get a bonus bet back. That is Mm -hmm. risk-free parlay action. I wonder how many Bulls fans... Pick them to win this because of the TNT streak and the pretty good odds. To those of you, I offer my condolences, but there's always <laughs> another NBA game to throw some action on. Maybe make an in-game bet on the late night game that's going on on TNT right now. Tune into that after we wrap up here on post-game. Either way, do it with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. One more time, don't forget that promo code CHGO for that amazing $5 bet offer to get 200 and free bonus bets instantly only with promo code chgo shout out to dale and terry our DraftKings king of the game yes. uh, young joseph i believe i've seen some super chats roll through shall we knock those out what are the people saying out there in bowl nation maddie rice with a 4.99 super chat saying of the big three, Vooch, DeMar Levine, which one are you most and least willing to move on from? I say get rid of all of them, but what <laughs> do I know?
0: Oh, man. What am I um,
2: I don't know. Before I answer that, I feel like we have to make Matty Rice answer if he had to get rid of one kind of rice, which rice would he get rid of and which rice would he keep? I assume Matty Rice is a big fan oh. of rice. I, I mean, tough around. questions are tough questions. They have tough answers.
0: <laughs> mm, that's a tough one, man. Honestly.
3: It's Zach. Come on. Like the answer, Zach. A little, let's not beat around the bush.
0: You're saying most, who brought, who you're most, most and least get. willing
3: to move on from. So you're saying like, most willing to move on from is Zach? willing to get rid of yeah, for me. That's why it's
0: hard for least. Like, who's the least, though? Demar. Damar is the least? Okay. Uh,
3: I, I don't, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going this purely based on. Um, my feeling toward them at the moment more generally. But like I guess I like from a Zach point of view, based on the reporting that was at the trade deadline, like clearly you can get some stuff for Zach, whether that's yeah. uh first round picks, whether that's players. There was someone in the comments here trashing us about um the fact that we like Zach and wanted to re-sign Zach. And everyone that yeah. says that sounds even dumber now, knowing that we know for a fact you can move Zach Levine for multiple players and multiple picks, a thing you can't do if you had let him walk in the offseason, you absolute dopes. (laughs) So we know now that you can get that back for Zach Levine. So from that standpoint, I would move Zach. I would would start the retool. I would start the rebuild, whatever you want to call it, semantics, all that sort of stuff. For me, I would be I would be I'd be seriously looking at trading Zach in the offseason. Get the haul that you can get and start retooling. Now, whether you keep uh, Vooch and Vooch and Damar and you know run that out for one season, whatever it might be, you know, do your thing, whatever you want to do, okay. But I think it's time at this point to to probably move on from Zach. Because like another thing that's been said is like Zach is Zach can be the the guy to lead the franchise beyond this iteration with with Demar and Vooch, but like I'm like we, we've clearly seen enough of Zach to know he's not a number one guy on a franchise. I, I wanted to see this experiment play out because it was not just him, it was him and two other guys. It clearly hasn't worked. So like, why would you try to build around Zach, Pat, Io, whatever it might be? Let's, let's just start fresh at that point and kick the rebuild off that way. So Zach is my answer to uh, to Matty Ross from that uh, from that perspective.
0: You know, the, the hesitation for me was because I was thinking of Butch's contract. And if he decides to go, I'm like, well, should I do a signing trade and get him out of here? You know, would that would that be the easiest thing to do? So that's why I was wondering about foods, But I think your answer is right. I think yeah, you Zach is the one because you know you get the haul, and Demar is still Demar DeRozan. He's in the All Star game for God's sakes. Yes, he's still Demar DeRozan. So yeah, I I, I agree with that. Oh go time. The call He's quaffed it. <laughs> quaffed it. There he is, ladies and gents. Can't hear
3: Matthew Matt, Peck for man. some reason. We can't Stop, hear you, up, Matthew Can't hear you, Matt.
0: We can't hear the dulcet tones Let's of young him. Peck, but we still have the quaffness of that young man, Will Gottlieb. You can follow him at Will underscore Gottlieb. How are you, sir? That's Will. Um,
1: I'm
0: doing <laughs> well, man. How are you doing? Doing wonderful, sir. Uh, I know you're very happy that being at this all-star break. Uh, After watching this team tonight, um, (laughs) I'm I'm very happy for you to get there, sir. But since you were there, we might as well discuss what actually was going on. We started off talking about Zach Levine and just his play just looked like he already purchased his tickets and he can't wait to get to the island. So what what did you see from Zach Levine tonight? man? did you get that kind of same vibe that he just wasn't
1: all there? Well, he definitely – I don't know if he purchased a ticket or the plane itself, but he is definitely headed somewhere warm, somewhere not Utah, and somewhere not Chicago, which uh, is probably for the best. He, he probably needs a break and a recharge as much as anybody else. But, yeah, I mean, when you're missing DeMar and the Bucks are as good as they are defensively, he just is going to have to force some stuff. And, like, we, we know what happens at this point with the Zach, Zach Levine experience – when he's forcing stuff kind of just got that in a nutshell today. He he got to the line a bunch. I did appreciate the fact that he was putting his head down and getting to the rim because otherwise there was like no like offense of offensive generation whatsoever. But um, yeah, I mean, overall, not such a great game. Basically everybody I think had just kind of given up on that one. I mean, Giannis left early, Middleton didn't play. Bobby Portis was out. Pat Connerton was out. Derek Jones Caruso like all these guys were out and it was just kind of like not even a real game
3: William uh Billy or Billy was asked in the post game about uh, the goal of the season up uh, beyond the uh, the All-Star break and he was asked pointedly uh is the is the goal still the playoffs Does that is that goal remain he said very very clearly that it is my question to you is did uh did you the other media members in that in that meeting room once he said that did you guys just laugh at him or did you take that seriously
1: damn i mean whether they achieve their goal or not is a separate question but they're definitely still (laughs) trying to make the playoffs i mean that that is the goal um i was looking at it today um they are now obviously outside the plane but they're two games away from the 10th seed and they're also two games away from the 13th seed and the pacers and the magic both have tiebreakers over them so there's still a world where this gets worse, believe it or not. But um, you ha- you have to believe they're going to be one of the teams that's left trying towards the end of the year. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be wins, but like they're still going to be working towards figuring it out. I think they have a pretty I- good idea of the things that they need to fix and adjust. But to be fair, like those are some of the same things that they've been trying to figure out for over a year now. So. Um, TBD on whether that will actually happen but I, I do think that they like this game was kind of a throwaway just with all the injuries but I don't think they're ready to like throw up the white flag yet but I did kind of laugh to my, under my breath <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> um, go ahead Matt you got one
2: Well, I mean, I I was going to say, Will, depending on how you look at things, the fact that they only now are just barely ahead of those Orlando and Indy teams that don't own the tiebreakers against them, maybe that's a good thing. If what the Bulls are looking at now is the best possible chance of keeping that top four protected pick. I mean, I, I know that the Bulls brass would never come out and openly say that that's OK. Well, after the trade deadline, I this crazy losing streak. We're shifting our focus. We're going to play the young guys. We're going to tank our way to the bottom as best we can. Uh, do you personally think it would be in their best interest to do that now, though? Try to leap Indian Orlando in the standings the other direction, given how broken this team appears to be?
1: So I was kind of advocating for that when they were after the Minnesota game when they were 11 and 18, seven games under 500, and there was still so much season left. Right now, they're seven games under 500, matching uh, a season worst, but there just there aren't enough games left for them to really be competitive. There, they could get down to five if they really tried, Um, but again, teams like you know the Pacers and the Magic and you know whoever else are going to be trying to get down there too. So it's not like they've got a clear avenue that way either. But I, I just think that they they they've built this team to try to win. That's why they got these guys. That's why they put it together. That's why they traded future draft picks. I think that's what they're going to do. Um, if things keep going the way that they have, they might end up there by accident, in which case maybe they have a better shot and they still have you know a decent roster left over. But to me, there's going to have to be changes to the – personnel this summer because like clearly things are not working clearly this the same problems that we've been talking about since last year i mean right when we like our first show we were talking about how the bucks hit a three in the first quarter and it went on an eight zero run and that was and i brought it up a million times that that just ended the game with eight minutes to go in the first quarter and like they're still trying to figure out how to stop momentum how to stop runs how to turn off the faucet and they can't figure it out and i don't know if that's like a thing that is this difficult to figure out for most teams, or if it's something about this locker room or who who these like player, this kind of combination of players or what, but like, you're not going to win very many games if you can't withstand a run. I mean, that happens in the game of basketball, every game, it happens multiple times a game and Mm. they just keep, I mean, Zach said it after the, after the game, like we've shown, we can beat anybody. We've also shown that anybody can beat us. And Mm. those are, that's why, because they, they just don't know how to, play basketball with a lead which is like a crazy thing it's a crazy concept
0: yeah Uh well obviously tonight the the talk of the town was uh Dale and terry uh in his game uh one did you get a chance to speak with him uh after the game and uh two just what did you feel about his uh overall performance uh
1: tonight yeah love the effort he is somebody that clearly wants to make the hustle plays and like you have Caruso, you have guys like Javante and Derek Jones and stuff like that. But I think there's like a different energy with Dalen that is more sort of about finding loose balls and getting deflections. I know Javante and and Caruso are really good at that, but I think you can kind of lump Dalen in there. Uh, Five offensive rebounds was awesome. And obviously he sort of padded his stats a little bit in in garbage time, but I, I thought generally like the impact that he made throughout the course of the game was pretty positive for that being like his second game getting real rotation minutes. So we'll see what happens um, in the stretch run here. Like guys are going to come back from injury. Derek Jones won't be out for the whole year. We'll see what happens. Javante uh, Demar will obviously be back. And those are all forward minutes um, as i saw Mark tweeting about it. Like there's, there's a, a lot of guys who fill that two, three, four wing role and they've, I mean, dylan has got to beat those guys out is essentially what it's going to have to be. Or the Bulls are going to have to say, let's just do the youth youth movement thing. So I think he's shown that he can play ball. I think there's still a lot of room for him to grow. And I think it's good that he's starting to have some of that room for development on the NBA floor. But I'm not sure we'll continue to see, especially like going back to what we just said of the Bulls, like really trying to make a push here. I don't think they're just going to sacrifice, you know, their – more uh sure thing minutes with Javante or Derek Jones when you have Dalen who's kind of a question mark
2: we'll appreciate you hopping on post game for a few minutes buddy we'll let you get back to your writing everybody make sure you're following Will on Twitter if you aren't already Will underscore Gottlieb he is the goat make sure you're reading everything that man writes for us at allchgo.com he and Mark are going to have an HQ for you guys tomorrow. And then Will is headed out to Utah, Salt Lake City. He's going to check out All-Star Weekend. Uh, Demar will be there, as will our guy, Io DeSumo, who is named as an injury replacement to that Rising Stars game. So, took an injury replacement opportunity, but Io's two for two in his first two years making that All-Star Rising uh rising stars game. Uh Joey, before we get out of here, let's uh let's get to a couple quick uh super chats, shall we? We got Shwo, who said <laughs> who said cancel the season TNT Bulls is all we have left. There's no effort, no intelligence. Uh players killed the TNT Bulls. Chicago Bulls no Chicago Balls. <laughs> Wow. I assume that <laughs> the reference to that that yeah. knockoff MJ figurine. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not oh, mistaken,
3: isn't isn't Schwö will's mate? Am I wrong? It is. Time, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: yeah Schwo's our guy. We had a, we had a,
2: a good time with him in Vegas last summer. Uh, <laughs> who said also in a, a super chat? At least Zach Wilson sleeps with moms. Our Zach's <laughs> Damn! Wow! Damn, Schwo. Wow! Damn. wow.
0: Wow bro.
2: wow I mean Zach's not doing too shabby that man is happily married he and his wife have a baby boy I think Zach is perfectly fine with his uh yeah. with off say, the court personal life
0: I'm about to say he's not going to the island by himself he's, he's all right <laughs> he's okay
2: no. Uh, (laughs) McBaconator with lots of laughs. I believe I've said enough. DT, though. Yep, Dale and Jerry and Wait, what was that other one about uh, the goat's hair? (laughs) I'm consistently amazed at how Thrill Leaves hair outperforms this Bulls team on a night-in, night-out basis. (laughs) This man deserves a statue next to him. All right, well, let's pump the brakes. Now... (laughs) If Will ends up working this Bulls beat for years and decades to come and his hair remains that perfectly quaffed, then we can talk about a statue. But if there's anyone in the If there's anyone related to Bulls media and Bulls broadcasting that deserves a statue for their hair, it's our guy, Mark freaking Janowski, okay? Damn right! (laughs) The best head of hair in broadcasting. Mark – Shout out to you. We love you, man. Yes. We, we, we have so many Marks that we love in our life. This but, I mean, sorry, Marque, mm. Mar- Mark Shinowski is is the hair goat.
3: Yes, he is. Hey, I know where I stand. It's, it's cool. It's cool. I'm, I'm a realist. <laughs> I'm a realist.
2: We got the Duke. Shout out. A regular super chat contributor. Appreciate you, the Duke who said one of the most stacked top heavy draft classes in history. The Bulls are going to win nothing, but play themselves out of a top draft pick. Great. Great plan. Bulls. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> hard to see it going differently than that. It really in is. Class,
0: in the off season. I, honestly, it, the off season is going to be just be so amazing and very, very telling. Cause I mean, I just want to see what's on the table because they can get back into that draft just having, you know, a guy like Zach Levine, if they're putting him on the trading block and, and things like that. Uh, they can't get back to the draft that way. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just going to be so interesting over the offseason, man. I swear. Shout out
2: to the Jelly with a Super Chat who said, a Super Chat is needed for the cosmic slop, Dave. Hey! respect.
0: Hey! Yo, he's talking about he sees the album I I, have back there. I assume he's talking about the the, album cover you just put up. Yeah. No, the old he sees it back here. That's funkadelic. He sees some funkadelic back there. And yes, he's representing the cosmic slop. Matt, I'm gonna get you in the Funkadelic. I'm gonna get you in some Parliament Funkadelic. Because you like funk bands and you like rock bands. I'm I'm gonna show you who originated it and who started and where everybody got their shit from. It's Parliament Funkadelic, who they got it from. You're going to love them. I promise. I got you. I got you. I got you.
2: I'm always here to learn from you, buddy. Always here to yeah. learn. Eco being fingers crossed with a ping pong ball to bounce the ball's away. Yeah, because that that usually works. Um, <laughs> works a couple of times. Most often not. Uh, all right. Let's get out of here. Uh, before, before one more go, reminder. Mention
0: it. Uh, what? Before we go, I, I got to do one more thing. Go ahead. Do one more thing. I got to tell them about Chicago because they got the best coverage of their favorite team. So get fitted out in the best sports gear round. That is FOCO. They got you covered from Soldier Field, the living room, the north side to the south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. You get decked out like DeMar with apparel from the leader in sports and merch collectibles. That is FOCO for people looking for that perfect gift for that football fan in their life. Make sure you go grab one of those hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. You get that at FOCO. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO and get yourself Ten percent off. That is Foco Fo. show. Boom!
2: Shout out to Foco. Um, we uh, we're gonna have an HQ for you guys tomorrow. Mark and the Goat uh, bookending All Star Weekend with HQ stuff. Friday episode, Monday episode. Hope everybody enjoys All-Star Weekend. Uh, if you're here in Chicago, stay safe. That uh, crazy-ass icy rain, snow stuff was coming down. If you're on the roads, drive carefully. Have a great weekend. Dave and I are off for a few days. Uncle Matt's heading out of Texas to forget the Bulls exist for a few days. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great.
0: You <laughs> I've,
2: I've been ready for this All-Star Weekend, you guys. I have been freaking ready.
0: RK, you got some players for All Star Weekend?
3: Well, I'm just trying to work out what the hell I'm going to talk about tomorrow, to be honest. With you. I'm sweating bullets I'm like, what, the, what, what am I going to talk about? Talk tomorrow? about Dalen Terry. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Mouth but, of the you know, being serious for a moment, like, um, I'm just thankful to have you guys uh, because being a Bulls fan without you guys would be so much more darker right now. The fact that we can get on here and just shoot the shit and just be goofballs about this terrible situation that the bulls are ultimately in and that we i mean we've made light of certain things but the fact that we've found positives i think and and we've tried to make this a bit of fun like i appreciate you guys for for letting me jump on but more generally as well with the people listening as well as the people in the youtube comments even those that are trashing me for (laughs) my billy takes i appreciate everyone making this season still fun like the bulls have not been good this year they've been extremely difficult to watch at times but every single time I've enjoyed coming on into this show, either as a, as a podcast or as someone watching you guys. And just, I love conversing with this community, with this fan base, everyone that supports CHTO. So I just wanted to to, uh, to say that before we head off to All-Star break. And before I see, well, I probably won't get a chance to, to speak to you guys for at least another week. So I just wanted to send some love because um, despite the Bulls being painful, uh, our friends here that support us at CHTO, they're, uh, they're very good to us. So shout out to everyone.
0: Shout
2: out, well man. said, man. Well said. Bulls Nation is strong. We're opinionated. Well, Oftentimes we have differing opinions, uh, but it's amazing to have platforms like this to, to engage with our fellow Bulls fans. Sometimes it's engaging in happiness. Uh, and times like these, it's engaging in, in communal misery, but it's still <laughs> a community. Uh, and I think it, it always helps, like you said, Mark, to have fellow Bulls fans to do that with because it's a hell of a lot better than being sad alone because sad and alone is never good. It's better to be sad together. Uh, (laughs) Y'all have a great weekend. Uh, You two gentlemen have a great weekend. Bulls nation have a great weekend and uh, we will talk to you uh, sometime. Well, Mark will talk to you tomorrow as we will. And we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate you Bulls nation. Hit that thumbs up before you head out. If you haven't already Subscribe to CHGO sports on YouTube until next time. Tune up, see red, be good. EJ and Rory, Uncle Matt's on his way! Peace. <laughs>